Well, hey there, everybody. Pastor Greg here, coming to you from Twin Falls, Idaho, Lighthouse Church, and this is what we call Morning Manna. Uh, it's really a, a devotion time where we get into the Psalms and we kind of dig into what was going on in God's people at that time. And the Psalms are so, um, just so rich and full of um, worship and gratitude and uh, heartache and difficulty. And uh, they, they serve God's people so well. Being in the Psalms has been a, a constant in my life for uh, pretty much my whole Christian life of 30, uh, going on 40 years here, coming up pretty soon. So Psalm 42 uh, is what we will look at today. And Psalm 42, we don't know who the writer of the psalm is, probably not David. Um, and we do know that the writer was a worship leader, and that comes out uh, in the psalm, and that he led people in worship at the feasts that would happen in Jerusalem. And so, there were three required feasts each year where God's people would travel from all over the promised land, all over Israel, and they would converge in Jerusalem and they would worship the Lord together as one great big congregation. And this person, the writer of Psalm 42, is one of the worship leaders of those big worship events. And so... On this particular occasion, however, the occasion of the writing of this psalm is that he wasn't able to go to Jerusalem and be a part of the great worship event. So he feels a little bit like God has forgotten him and he's separate from the people of the Lord and where kind of the action is, you know, with the Lord. And so, uh, you know, if you've ever felt kind of left out or left behind, well, this, this psalm's for you. So verse 1, as the deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, God. You know, I can just picture the psalmist, you know, somewhere outside and there's a river and he notices a deer coming up to the river, thirsty, and, and just it hits him like, that's me. That's me. I, I, I want to draw from the Lord and, you know, be a part of the congregation where that flow is happening. I long for it, but I can't have it right now. So he goes on, he says, My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? You see, in the Old Testament believer's mind, God dwelt in Jerusalem. He uniquely manifested his presence in the temple, in the Holy of Holies. That was his seat, was the mercy seat. 
And, and so his presence was localized in that sense. Now, I think, you know, most believers back then probably understood that God was omnipresent, right? I mean, uh, he's, the psalmist is writing this psalm to God. It's a prayer to God. So obviously he, he knows and believes that the Lord is with him where he's at. But there's this unique uh, sort of experiencing of God's presence in the congregation and in the place where God has chosen to dwell. So I think of scriptures like Psalm 22, where the Lord inhabits the praises of his people, or 1 Corinthians 3.16, where you, the church, is the temple of the Holy Spirit. There are things that happen only in the congregating of, the, of God's people, only in the gathering. I had a conversation recently with someone uh, who said, oh, I asked them, I said, did you go to church today? And they said, yeah, I went to my online church. And, and I said, well, that's, that's not church. And they said, well, I mean, that's my church, and I listen to the message, and, you know, it's a series that they're doing, and, you know, and I said, that's all fine and good, of course, that's a, that's a positive, but there is no substitute for the physical gathering with God's people for the purpose of worshiping the Lord. There are things that happen there that happen nowhere else. And so the psalmist feels that. Uh, I, I, I want to be there. So he goes on, verse 3, My tears have been my food day and night, while they say all the day long, Where is your God? So, uh, you know, there's trouble, obviously, and people coming against him and people mocking him and all the rest and, uh, and a lot of heartache. So he goes on, These things I remember, as I pour out my soul, how I would go with the throng and lead them in, the, uh, in procession to the house of God with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude-keeping festival. So there's the, the, the recounting of his ministry. And so now he's in a hard place. He can't be at the festival in Jerusalem leading worship you know, in front of thousands of people. Instead, he's having a hard time and people are coming against him and people are, you know, belittling him for his faith and, and so on. And, and so he's just longing for the days of blessing, longing for the presence of the Lord. And now he says this, watch this. Verse five, why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again pursue or praise him, my salvation and my God. This is so interesting. This is such a fascinating turn. The Psalms often have a, a turning moment where the psalmist goes from lament to praise or you know, from being in the dumps to now being joyful and so on. Well, this is one of those turns, and, and I think there's insight here for us. The psalmist t 
talks to himself, assesses himself. Why are you cast down, O oh, my soul? Why are, you, why are you at turmoil inside of me? I mean, that's an honest assessment. And he then makes this incredibly wise and, and somewhat, I think, um, challenging turn to, to now not just assess the condition of his soul, but to now preach health into his soul. Hope in God, soul, for I shall again praise him. This isn't the end of the story. This, this moment where I'm you know, distanced from the congregation and far away from the temple and not able to partake of the worship and be in the presence of God in that unique way. This isn't the end of the story. This is a moment. This is a chapter. And, and life is going to have chapters in it that aren't the funnest, that aren't the best. But they're not the end of the story. And so he speaks that. <laughs> into his own soul. I love that. So the Bible is condoning us talking to ourselves. That's what's going on here. And so, listen, we'll, um, we'll pull up here, but be encouraged, Christian. Are you in a moment where your soul is cast down? Now, there might be good reason for that because you're in a hard place like the psalmist. But the psalmist put his, you know, his being cast down, he pitted it against reality and that, you know, hope in God. I, why am I hoping in my circumstance? Why am I so predicated upon, you know, uh, whether I'm having a good day or a bad, bad day? Put your hope in God. Because God is constant. He's faithful. He's our rock. And when we put our hope in God, then we become unshakable and immovable. God bless you guys.